All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. Hey everyone, welcome to Front Porch Swingers. I'm Brenna. I'm Brian. This episode of FPS is brought to you by our friends at Cassidy.com. Cassidy is a lifestyle site designed to help you find people that you might want to hook up with or even just make friends with. It also helps you find events all over the country, specifically in your area, even internationally. So Cassidy is a one-stop shop for your lifestyle needs. And the best part is that Cassidy offers you 30 free days through us, listeners of our show, to check it out for themselves and make sure it's the right fit for you and if you head on over to frontporchswingers.com and go to the bottom of the home page you will find the Cassidy banner and when you click on that and sign up you're going to get that 30 day free trial and once you're there come shoot us a friend request we're there at Front Porch Swingers we'd love to be friends with you on there and we think that you're really going to enjoy connecting with people at Cassidy.com so I gotta be honest, and I don't think this is going to surprise anyone, especially after talking about it on last week's episode, but I have been real naughty this week. This week has been probably, for you, even for you, probably been <laughs> next level slutty. This, I think, has been the sluttiest week I can remember. Well, it's it's a combination of two things. First of all, my sex drive is ramping back up, and all I can think about is sex well, all day long there's i think there's a lot of reasons for that mine is as well we are getting ready for pod bash we are like i don't even know at this point we're recording 10 days away or something silly yes then of course we're headed to vegas and we are gonna have a fucking we're gonna the biggest issue we're gonna have in vegas is trying to decide who to meet first yeah that's really what it's going to be there's so many people that we want to connect with not just because we want to be you know naked with them but just from a friendship perspective there's so many people that have reached out to us we have a lot of fucking plans already yeah i think that's definitely getting me excited because yeah there are some sexy ass people in vegas i'll say that much and just very cool people so that's part of it i think part of it too though is Like I said last week, I want to connect with my friends here, and I'm kind of becoming a little bit nostalgic, that whole getting ready to leave thing, and I think that's amping me up too, because I want to connect in the way that I best know how to connect with people before we leave, which is obviously through sex. Well, with our friends, absolutely, and you have definitely done that this week. I think with me, including myself, I think you have had sex with five people this week. Fuck, yes, I have, and I've loved every moment of it. It's been really interesting interesting because there was one day that I had two kind of play sessions on the same day. Yeah. And I don't think that they could have been any more different. No doubt about it. Yeah. Well, you know, we, we, you and I were talking about this just before we got on and even yesterday, there are some pitfalls to how we play. We talk about it a lot. We like to form relationships. We really want to know people and, and form friendships, which we have done and have made some amazing friends here locally, which I think is partly why we're a little nostalgic about leaving. Uh, fortunately, the friends we've made, we will see again, they're going to come and visit us and, and vice versa. But at the same time, when you make friends that way and they become play partners, you run the risk of hurt feelings or, you know, just kind of a feeling that potentially maybe the sexual, physical component of the way we play needs to be a little bit more front and center. 
Yeah, well, it's not for us. That's no. the thing. I no. think even for people that tend to play like us and want to develop friendships, often it's this idea of like sex comes first. And you see that in, especially as you play with people ongoing, if the only time they're reaching out to you, the only time they're texting you is because they want to set up a play date versus, hey, how's it going? I want to actually connect and, and make sure that you're doing okay. It's, it's a different thing for me. And I experienced that with a play partner this past week. And it really caused me to think differently about the ways that I'm forming relationships because I need to make sure that people are on the same page with me. I can't expect that everyone wants to play the exact same way I do, even if it is an ongoing play thing. Yeah, for sure. But in this particular case, we should touch on it a little bit because, you know, it's worth a conversation and, and it's a cautionary thing for some folks who potentially play like we do. You were playing with one of your play partners that you really enjoyed. But the truth is, you are super attracted to this guy. Physically, he is like, I mean, you're just so attracted to him. And I think a lot of these little red flags are maybe put to the side. I wouldn't even say necessarily I wasn't looking at the red flags. I was just so focused on the physicality of it because it was exciting for me. The idea of playing with someone that I see as my perfect physical specimen, of course you're going to get excited about that. You're going to be jazzed about someone that you find so hot wanting to have sex with you. That's an ego boost, let me tell you, okay? There's no question about it. It's, It's something that will certainly make you feel good about yourself, no doubt. But at the same time, because of how we play and... You know, look, we're getting ready to leave. We've, we've talked about this. We have generated some really amazing times with people here, and we have cultivated amazing relationships, and we are really hoping to carry those on, and I believe we will with a lot of folks. This gentleman was no exception. It would have been great to have been able to continue to connect with him, you know, once we left the area, but it doesn't look like that's necessarily going to be the case, and that's unfortunate because, and maybe not, because the truth of it is, out of all the people we've met, It's a very small percentage of people that we're not going to continue to connect with. Yeah, and let me just say what happened because I don't want it to to be this shrouded in, in mystery thing. Basically... For a while now, I have felt with this particular play partner that it was all about the sex. And there wasn't a lot of communication outside of setting up play dates. There was not a lot of communication about things going on in his world or my world, even though I tried and I communicated that I wanted those things. And then the last play session that we had together felt very transactional to me. It felt like it was all about the orgasm rather than an experience or a connection or forming some sort of a memory together. And I think that's just proof that we're on very different pages and we want different things. And that's not a bad thing. It just means we're not compatible. Yeah. And honestly, you know, especially for us, because of the way we play and how, you know, we, we want to spend time with the, with our partners. So you afford me time. I afford you time when we're playing obviously separately. And that means that we're changing our schedules and changing our routines and changing our patterns. So if you have a play session, I'm, I'm allotting at least two hours of things that I can be doing or need to do so that I don't even have to think about interrupting you kind of thing. When you text me less than 30 minutes later, yeah, eh, we're done. I'm like, what the fuck? I know instinctively something has gone awry, right? Because yesterday, slutty pants, you played, <laughs> you had, we'll, we'll tease it a little bit, but you had an amazing play session yesterday with two of our friends and I was gone for every bit of two and a half hours before I heard from you that you guys were kind of wrapping it up. So if you text me and it's less than 30 minutes, I know something's gone wrong. Instinctively, I know when I come back, we're about to have a conversation about what just went wrong. (laughs) 
right. Well, that definitely happened. So yeah, I mean, it was. I'm not even going to divulge the story on the show because the truth is there isn't much of a story. No. This person came in, got naked, got in bed with me. There were a few minutes of hot sex and that was about it. And it was like, like I said, it felt very transactional. I did feel a little bit used afterwards. And I don't think that that was this person's intention. They're not a malicious person at all. I just think it was a need versus a want that day. Oh, for sure. That's what I said to you. I think that was something that also we should mention that according to him, you're the only person he was playing with. He likes to have one partner at a time. And that's fine. That's true or not. Doesn't matter. We'll assume that it was. It was probably more of a need as opposed to a want, which is what I said to you when I came back, which is I get it, but maybe you need to convey that to the, to your partner and have that conversation. The truth is, you asked for continued kind of correspondence to build up these sessions and to stay connected over the course of time in between them, and he wasn't great at doing that. So there was no communication from him saying, hey, I'm really like... I need this. Yeah, I want to be a desire, not a necessity. That's right. the thing. I don't want to be the gross sandwich that you pick up at the grocery store because you're starving and haven't eaten in two days. I want to be the filet mignon that you go out and enjoy and sip a glass of wine with. That's what I want to be. And so feeling like the grocery store sandwich is not, it doesn't work for me. Yeah. And and that's something that I just need to communicate to future partners. I never want to feel as if you're coming to use me. I love feeling used, but only in that I am consenting to it and it's part of our play and it's it's part of the entire experience. Yeah, and I, th I think we do a pretty good job of communicating that to people. We certainly don't treat our play partners that way. In fact, we, and we've heard this a lot from a number of people, we go above and beyond to make sure that our partners, the people that we play with, feel like we genuinely care about their time, their effort, and, and having them in our presence. That's a big deal for us. Yeah. You know, just look at yesterday. Yesterday was a perfect example. Yes. You know, what an amazing time. So I get it. Some people are wired different, but it's really important, especially for us because of the way we play, forming these bonds, we really need to emphasize the importance of that. Like, we're not going to be... A necessity. That's that's not what we're looking for. Yeah, Desire over necessity. We're not a hole for you to come use for a person that wants to share an experience with you. Yeah, I don't. I just don't understand that, especially because of you know how we go out of our way to make people feel comfortable. You I know, agree. And welcome. And what was so interesting is that it was complete opposite of the experience I had later that evening. I went yeah. on a legit date. I went out and had a drink and had a great conversation, and then kind of got naughty in a car. Spoiler alert! And then had this amazing sex experience and to me it, it created a memory that's what I mean by that I, I will remember that for a long time to come because it was a special evening and I want that going forward those are the things that speak to me and that in my opinion we always need to be seeking out because that's what works for us well and also to be clear that evening that you spent with our friend who we'll talk about down the line here we've got so much more to talk about that's the difference between the people that we're going to continue to see and have a relationship with, regardless of where we're living geographically, compared to the person that you had this not awesome experience with, you know, earlier in the day. That's the difference between those people. Yes. That, that's really what it boils down to. Uh, and fortunately, we have met many more of the folks that we're going to communicate with in the future than we have the alternative. Yes. Which is great. 
Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, obviously this week has a lot of stories to be told because I, as mentioned, did a lot of slutty shit. I think yesterday as we're recording this, so it was Friday afternoon, I had one of the most unique experiences of our entire lifestyle journey up to this point. Yep. And you kind of spoiled it, but it was totally a threesome. And I'm not going to divulge with whom yet, but I'm really excited to share that one because I really think that was kind of the cap to our our Florida sluttiness for me. Yeah, it's not over yet. We still have a, a whole lot of sluttiness coming up here in about 10 days, most likely. <laughs> but yeah, it was a it was a first. It was a lot of firsts. Actually, there was a number of firsts involved in yesterday's play session. So very, very cool. This I whole love week. that we can still do that. I love that there are still things, even though we have had a lot of experiences, there are still things that we do. And I'm like, wow, that was really unique. Yeah, well, that's important. I think that's a big part of what we do, why we do it, and what fuels us, the unique of each of these experiences, even if it's just simply the uniqueness of meeting someone that we wouldn't ordinarily have the opportunity to meet, yeah. which is what we've done here in a big way. So I'm really just looking forward to carrying it forward to Vegas when we get settled. Ah, me too. You know? I'm so excited. So much going on. I'm constantly being reached out by people. It's amazing. It's really interesting. I think we talked about this last week. When it comes to the local scene in Vegas, they're very territorial. <laughs> Not looking forward to the tourists. Not interested in We're not fucking around to the with tourists. And fucking you it's in your so room. It's so funny yeah. how many people have the same concept on their bio, and who, when they reach out, it's like, so glad you guys are going to be local, or so glad you're going to be local. We do not fuck around with the tourists. We don't do the strip. We don't yeah. do. It's so crazy. And let me tell you guys, if you are going to Vegas and you're like, we want to have a swinging experience in Vegas, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I no. think that you are far more likely to have success as a tourist in Vegas looking for another tourist or if you're going to Vegas being open to meeting a local couple a couple of times or a local person a couple of times like it is a time investment because these people are bombarded with people just looking for their one night Vegas thrill like come over and fuck us and have this amazing explosive experience and then we never see you again and most of the locals are fucking tired of that and they don't want to do it the couple that reached out Last night, because I saw it this morning, super bio. I mean, great name. I was, in, you'll know why I was instantly attracted to the name. I had to respond to them. They were so nice. They make it very clear they are not opposed to playing on the first date if you're local. <laughs> if you're not, it's not happening. And they make it really clear. Well, do you think that's also, though, because a lot of people that are trying to have the Vegas swinging experience are the people that are have never done anything like this and they're just kind of throwing caution to the wind because they're in Sin City. Well, I think there's a lot of that. they gotta do something naughty. Well, there's a lot of that for sure. But, you know, also, people talk all the time, we see it all the time, about how the lifestyle opportunities in Vegas aren't great. Now, when it comes to clubs and different things, we would agree, which is a big part of why we're going. But at the same time, you can't, fault the the locals for not accommodating every one of your fucking whims because they you're inundated with it not just the couples who are reaching out because now we're in las vegas our bios are set in las vegas i have been hit up by couples as far away as oklahoma to colorado to new mexico to arizona all over minnesota just hit me up because they're getting ready to travel to vegas it's constant and we only just began 
So I can only imagine how people who have been living there for years are just getting beat up with these (laughs) offers of, hey, we're going to be in town on this weekend or coming in town here. We're staying on this trip here. It's like, fuck that. We're not doing that. Well, it's never, I've never once received, hey, we would love to go out and have a nice cocktail with you and get to know you. And then if everything goes well, like maybe we can have some fun. It's always, we're going to be in Vegas. We're staying at XYZ Hotel. Come to our room and let's fuck. Well, I got that email from a couple in Vegas. Because they're locals. It's like, hey, we're going to, you know, let's go to our local hangout. But I'm never talking about from, the tourists. Never. The it's tourists. never a thing. Nope. Usually it starts with, going to be in town these dates. Yep. That's usually <laughs> how it starts. Like, okay, I see where this is headed. Yeah, I get it. But, you know, you understand why folks in Vegas are a little bit more standoffish when it comes to playing. And we hear it all the time. We've heard it over the years. We've experienced it to some degree. We we did. Because we were going to meet a couple who was local Vegas what, you know, before the world collapsed when we were there in January of 2020. And because time was was way off, our timing was off, there was a lot of other opportunities that we had, they had. It, it just didn't work out. Right. You know, so we know that that's a thing. But yeah, if you're if you're traveling in, you got to be a little bit more, I think you got to be prepared to, to take some hits, you know? Or like I said, meet other tourists. Everyone yeah, that's sure. traveling there is traveling there for the same reason, to have a good fucking time. So why not hook up with one of those yeah, people? It's, well, I guess the biggest part of that is because you don't know who's going to be there. A lot of people don't set their, you know, their profiles to Vegas if they're just traveling. So it's almost, it's difficult to, you know, to kind of set up a rendezvous, maybe do something like that. Yeah, or you can put on most of the sites. Cassidy for sure has where you can say you're traveling to a certain yeah. area for yeah. a certain thing. Why yeah. not do that? Yeah, that makes more sense. Okay, so I want to get to single guy tip of the week. And it's one that I'm not sure everyone's going to be as bothered by it as I am, but I'm going to throw it out there and we're going to have a conversation about it. Okay. So there are certain sites where you can see somebody's activity on the site, right? For example, our BDSM site. If somebody likes a picture or becomes a friend or likes a video or whatever, you see all of that activity on their page. Or especially if you're friends with them, you get to see all of the notifications of what it is they're doing on the site, right? Yeah. Which I think is a hindrance because in my opinion, if you're going through and liking 217 photos in a day, I immediately assume you are a total fucking creeper who is just sitting there jerking it to photos and videos all day long. Yeah, I guess we're getting, obviously we get the updates through the emails constantly. You know, you just, someone liked this picture or did that or whatever. That gets a little monotonous. I'll give you that for sure. However, I, I think you can turn that off, can't you? Don't you get the opportunity to turn off those features in some of these profiles? Like, why wouldn't you opt to do that? For sure. But what, so specifically our BDSM site, let's use that as an example, because I'm on there a lot. I communicate with people on there a lot and I can see if in a two day period they've looked and, and liked 300 yeah. photos yeah. and I immediately assume that you're just trying to like get your rocks off you're not actually trying to connect with people on there maybe you're not even looking to really meet people on there using it as like a jerk off site and there's something that's very off-putting to me about that i'm not sure that's even what they're doing really no i I think what you think they're doing no i think potentially what's happening is if a guy's doing that is particularly a guy let's just say a single guy in this case and they're or a presumed to be single guy in this case is going through all those those pictures. I think a lot of times what people are doing is they're trying to get you or someone that they're doing that to to interact with them themselves first. If that's the case, I like that even less because why not you. just send a message and have the balls to actually put yourself out there? Well, first of all, I think there's a, a large percentage of people, obviously we know for sure, that don't have the, the ability for whatever reason 
to interact really well kind of face-to-face, like the in-person thing that, that's complicated for people. Now you have the opportunity, of course, to do it anonymously, for the most part, online. However, I think some guys, I know some guys, absolutely get frozen in time, and they can't engage even digitally. That's a problem, you know, for whatever reason. They've got a hang-up of some kind. And I think by liking stuff, they're hoping to provoke some kind of response. It feels like a safer way to, to start sure. the interaction. For sure. Yeah, I mean, I guess... But after like- a while, it gets, it's like, okay, but you've done that 200 times. You haven't gotten anything back. Now you're just creepy. Yeah. You know? Exactly. That's the problem. Like two or three of the pictures, cool. Hopefully, you know, oh, maybe she'll respond to me. If you've done it 200 times, yeah, that's a problem. I just, I find it to be very kind of, it, to me, it, it verges on misogynistic because I assume that you're just getting on there to see tits and ass. You're not actually on the site to connect with people, to learn anything about kink, about BDSM, use the resources. You're just there because it's a free version of porn. Yeah. And I don't yeah. fucking like that. And to your point, on, for example, on Cassidy, when I see that somebody has liked 17 of my photos, but they haven't sent me a message, I don't respond to those people. I don't go and shoot them a message and say, oh, thanks so much for the pick, love. If they don't have the balls to write me a message and be eloquent in the way that they're going to reach out to me, I'm not going to waste my time. Yeah, no, that makes sense. But, you know, when it comes to these single guys, I really do believe, especially it's it's the guys. It's absolutely the guys because it, it's obvious when you look at the profiles. And on our BDSM site, it happens to me a lot, too. And what's interesting, it happens to me on our BDSM site a lot of times from guys who identify themselves as straight. <laughs> yeah. Okay, whatever, you know, whatever you want to call yourself, that's fine. But you got to be honest with yourself first before you can start to communicate with other people. And I think that's part of what happens also because these guys, they do that to me and they don't send me a message. They'll just like, 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 five, six, seven, eight pictures, say nothing to me. Profile reads that they're straight. Profile's barely set up. I do. I absolutely don't respond to that. Yeah, and once again, there's some level of safety in that for them because it's for like, sure. oh, I just liked your picture. It's not like I actually want to engage with you because I list myself as straight. R- yeah, right. Exactly. You're just <laughs> you're just you happen to have come across my pictures and you like them, but you're completely straight and your bio's not set up and you don't communicate with me. Okay, you're clearly a guy who's having a difficult time figuring out how to communicate with another man with whom you are attracted because you claim to be straight. That's my point. They're going on clicking these pictures, hoping that I'll reach out. Yeah. Right. Me reaching out doesn't make them not straight. Exactly. You know, so (laughs) so what it is, that's what it is. You know, I mean, I get it all the time. Oh, this bi guy just happened to reach out to me. I guess I could test the water with a guy that's not straight. Whatever. I never would have thought of it until just now, but since he sent me a message. (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah, that's what I think it is. I get that a lot. So I would assume it's the same. Yeah. Absolutely. So anyway, just have the balls to send that first message. I think, you know, liking my photos, I appreciate it, but it's not going to result in me wanting to reach out to you and doing that first initial step. You're going to have to take the initiative, have some gumption and fucking send that message. Well, I I say it all the time, right? Closed mouths don't get fed and closed mouths don't get laid. So if you want to get ahead in this game, especially if you're a single dude looking to hook up with a hot wife, you better be the first one to reach out. You don't have time to hesitate. You have a lot of competition. Well, 
And you may get reached out to first. That's not my point. My point is don't do the cowardly thing by liking photos, but doing no other work or initiation. Well, passivity is not going to get you that far in this space. I'm not saying be uber aggressive. Don't be overly pushy, but you've got to interact. Yeah, show interest. Absolutely. Show the interest. Yep, absolutely. So we have a very hot story to get to today. So hot. It is also incredibly unique, a huge first for me and a huge eye opener for me, which I'm so excited to share with all of you guys. And before we get to that, we want to say a thank you to the partners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. This episode of FPS is brought to you by Motor Bunny. We've been talking for several weeks now about how awesome Motor Bunny is, and it's true. And one of the things that we haven't talked about that we absolutely need to is the plethora of different attachments that you can get for the Motor Bunny. Everything from extra large attachments to they even have one for men that literally is called the jiggle butt. It looks like a butt and a vagina, and oh my god, it is sexy and the perfect attachment for you guys to also enjoy the motor bunny there are so many different ways that you can use it so many different intensities and motions and that's why we think it is the most versatile sex toy on the market and as we've mentioned many times before it's the perfect icebreaker at your next lifestyle event because who doesn't want to get on this thing it is impressive if you would like $40 off of your motor bunny package which why would you not you can use the referral link in our show notes or head on over to motorbunny.com and use FPS at checkout. Again, that's $40 off when you use our referral link in the show notes or go to motorbunny.com and use FPS as your code at checkout. This episode of From Porch Swingers is brought to you by Promescent. Promescent has some amazing sexual wellness products, including their supplements. For example, Brian takes Vitaflex for men, which helps increase erection strength, libido, and maintain healthy testosterone levels. And I am taking Vitaflex for women, which can help boost libido, provide extra natural lubrication, and better orgasm satisfaction. For me, I really find that it helps boost my energy as well. So no matter what the day throws at me, I'm ready for it. And those are just a couple of the products that Permescent offers. We also love their collection of lubes, condoms, massage oils, and so much more. So head on over to Permescent yourself and check out the line of products. Permescent is P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T dot com and use our promo code, which is FPS15 off. That's FPS150OFF for 15% off of your order today. So I think there are certain experiences that happen in the lifestyle that are obviously, I mean, almost all of our experiences are ridiculously hot, but some of them go a lot deeper than that. And they show you a lot of things about yourself. They make you question a lot of things. And this was definitely one of those experiences for me personally. Yeah. Also, we talk a lot about some of the train wreck experiences that we've had. People often ask us about them. And the truth is we don't have as many, I think, as a lot of people probably do in this space for any number of reasons. But I think the largest one is just because of how, you know, it goes back to our level of play, our our kind of style of play where we genuinely want to play with friends. Yes. So it never gets to the point where if we haven't engaged with you on some level prior to play, if we are you know haven't hung out, we don't have a some kind of a friendship that's being developed, and then we're probably not playing anyway. You know, yeah. so it kind of eliminates the the fuck up factor. Yeah, it totally you know, does. For, you know, in a lot of cases, and it's funny because. I get, we get emails a lot. We, we get a lot of these. It's like, wow, you know, Brenda really seems to play a lot. She has a lot of 
playmates. Well, a lot of regular playmates, right? We have a lot of friends, but also, I mean, you're talking about probably less than 1% of the people that we are engaged by that we actually meet and play with. Maybe 1%? Oh, you're saying of everyone we talk to online and everything? Oh, way less than 1%. I mean, it's such a small number, but we're just really fortunate. We have been fortunate that we, you know, because of our, again, because of our style of play, I think it's, you know, then this story will speak to it. When you have a relationship with, with people or with someone, an individual, and you have a connection, it's just that much fucking better. And it allows you to explore things that you didn't know you were capable of, that you didn't know you were interested in. And that is absolutely this situation. So I'm so excited to talk about it. It was so fucking hot. And like I said, there were a lot of revelations. So we're going to talk about that as well. Yeah, and I have the pictures to prove it. <laughs> that it was super fucking hot. It was hot, yeah. <laughs> so... Our gorgeous, big-bootied friend, Leah, this story is about her. And she actually was the one that reached out to me because we both have OnlyFans and we wanted to... We've been talking for forever about shooting some things together. I always kind of assumed it would just be a photo shoot or we would just shoot a couple of things, but then maybe you guys would join in because that's what we've done in the past. If you guys remember back to Siesta Key, for example, yeah, we all kind of started together in the same room. Leah and I were definitely playing with each other, but I think the majority of the focus was on you guys eventually joining us for fun and we kind of went off and did our own thing. And there's a reason for that because... For me, especially, the male on female part of an interaction is always kind of the thing I focus on. Yeah, I mean, we talk about this a lot. Your you know, your sexuality in terms of what you, how you feel about playing with women is really predicated on that particular woman. Very much so. I'm very particular when it comes to my attraction to women, period. Yeah. So when Leah reached out and was like, hey, we should do a shoot together, I kind of assumed it was just going to be a sexy shoot. We were going to, sh- you know, maybe shoot a video or a couple of photos or whatever, and that'd be kind of the end of it. That is not what happened. No, not, not even a little that bit. That is not what happened. Not even a little. That's absolutely the, that was not even scratching the surface based <laughs> on what I saw. <laughs> so I just want to tell the story and then I'll talk about some things after. So you dropped me off at a hotel. She and I got a room for the day. Yeah. And she asked me to bring my tripod so we could shoot a couple of things. Asked me to also bring a flogger, which I was really excited about because it has been a hot minute since I have gotten to flog someone. Yeah. And so I was so pumped for that experience. And I brought a couple of toys. I brought some lube. I brought some massage oil, which apparently is my new go-to thing. Have you noticed? I really am into massages lately. Yeah, you've done a, a lot of that. Yes. And you've received a number of them. In fact, it, oddly enough, you get reached out to by people who are massage therapists. Like, oh, I, I know you how much you like massages. Can, you know, can we get together and you know maybe we can meet and play and then I can give you a massage kind of thing. We get a lot of that. Yeah, and please know I appreciate it every fucking time that you <laughs> yeah. reach out. I want that to happen soon. It's just been too crazy. In fact, we had someone, a listener, that reached out just a couple of days ago. Yeah, we just don't have the fucking time. But yeah, there is something very. I mean, obviously it's sensual, but it's more than that. It's a very kind of connecting thing, and you're learning about someone's desires and how they like to be touched and where they like to be touched. So it's a really nice prelude to other things. For sure. Yeah, especially when it's somebody who's so fucking sexy like Leah. Oh my God, her body is so so nice. It's a perfect body to rub oil all over. I'll just tell you that. Yeah, I'll rub, I'll rub anything on her. I don't, 
give a fuck. <laughs> I'll rub shit on her that I don't even like. <laughs> I don't care. For sure. Yeah. So anyway, we got this room. I came with a big backpack. I get into the room and she's already set up. And yeah, I carry the bag. I'm like, what do you have in here? What's so much shit? Yeah, what is going on here? <laughs> I want to be prepared. And she was clearly prepared because I walked into that room. She had all of her sex toys lined up and set out. She had lube. She had all sorts of shit. Champagne. Champagne. And she also had all these cute little outfits. So we, I get into the room and it was nice because I was, there was some nerves going into this. I'm not really sure why. I think maybe it was because like of the video shooting part of it. And I haven't really done that with a lot of other people. So maybe that was kind of part of it. I don't know. Well, also, it's this is obviously, spoiler alert, this was the first time you were playing with a woman completely alone. Right. But like I said, when I walked into the room, I didn't know for sure what all we were going to do until I kind of saw the sex toys and I saw the lube and all these other things. There was a strap on sitting out. Spoiler alert. So I'm like, okay, she probably wants this to be a full on play session. And now I'm totally fucking into it because she looks beautiful. She's in this super cute dress. Her hair is perfect. She's so fucking sexy. She smells good. And she immediately comes up and gives me this big kiss. And it just totally put me at ease. Yeah. I, I no longer was questioning what was going to happen. And I super was into it. <laughs> well, yeah, again, this isn't like you're just meeting some woman that you barely know for either a play session or a photo shoot or whatever. This is she's a friend. So meeting her is like, oh, there's champagne and dildos. Awesome. We're just going <laughs> to hang out. It's like just hanging out with a friend and that you just happen to get naked with. And I think this was a Wednesday to put this in perspective. Yeah, it was It was a the best fucking Wednesday ever. Most people are at work and their office and I am in a hotel room with a sexy woman with champagne and dildos. Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> You're a lucky lady. My life is very fun. <laughs> So we kiss for a couple of minutes and then we talk about how we're going to kind of set up the room. We set up our tripods. But honestly, once we did that and we got the music going and she poured some champagne and it was very relaxed. We didn't even really think about the fact that like there were cameras there. We certainly weren't doing anything for the sake of creating content. It really was us connecting with each other. So she goes and gets changed into this super cute outfit. It's this lavender lace matching set. It's kind of like a halter bra and beautiful panties. And I went and got changed into my black leather zip up dress that I love because it's easy to unzip it and get lots of access. Yes, it is. And I feel very sexy in it. It's kind of slinky in all the right places and I just like it a lot. So we both change, we're both in our outfits And pretty quickly, I'm like, I would really like to massage you. And she says, okay. So we put a towel down. She gets on the bed face down. So face down, ass up. (laughs) And I grab my bottle of massage oil and I start touching all over her perfect fucking ass. She does have quite the booty. Oh God, it's so nice. It's so soft and supple and the skin feels so good and she's always so warm. Yeah, she's like a little furnace. Yeah, she puts like some kind of lotion on it. She always feels warm. Smells great like a basket of fruit or something but always really kind of a hot skin it's she just emanates heat is all it is yeah absolutely and like i said it's very different than massaging a man here she has you know she's got a juicy booty and i'm able to just sink my fingers into it and i'm rubbing this oil all over it and like i said her skin is so soft because she clearly moisturizes it's just a little different than it is with a guy yeah for sure you guys pay 
far more attention to that shit than we do. <laughs> not every man. I don't want to categorize all of you as not moisturizing your fucking skin, but a lot of guys are fucking scaly or whatever. Yeah. You know, just it's just not the same thing. There's a level of femininity that is very sexy and very it it speaks to me. Yeah, and she always just smells good. So I'm rubbing this oil all over her ass, onto her legs, and then I start kind of teasing a little bit. I start going up under the crevice of her ass and touching her pussy, but over the panties. Which she loves. I remembered you and she had talked about doing that once before. And then when she and I played in Siesta Key, I was rubbing her pussy over her panties and she fucking loved it. Loves that. She she told me that before, I think before the first time we ever actually played, I think Adam actually is the one that clued me into it. And then later on after she and I became obviously much more familiar and played a little bit more often, it she made it very clear that she really enjoys that. Oh, she loved, she was kind of writhing a little bit. And at one point she started shaking her booty while I was like playing with her pussy pussy and touching her ass, which was also ridiculously hot. Yeah. How do you not want to bite that when she does that? <laughs> I was just going to say, because very quickly after that, I got down and started biting on her ass yeah. cheeks and on the back of her thighs. And she was loving that too. And oh my God, it was just, it was lovely. That was probably one of my favorite parts of the entire day because it was just this perfect way to kick off all of the slutty fun. Uh, yeah, I, I would say so. I saw the images. <laughs> So that went on for quite a while, biting, kind of licking a little bit, touching from the back, massaging. And then I ask her if I can flog her a little bit. And she says, absolutely. So I brought my gorgeous flogger with me. It, it's teal and black and it has this gorgeous steel handle to it. It looks just as good as it feels. So I thought it was perfect for this entire thing because I should also say I pulled it out of my backpack and had it kind of lying on the bed, almost like teasing her that I was going to use it. So after the massage, I get the flogger out. I ask her if I can flog her. She says, absolutely. And I'm flogging her from the back and I start really gently. In fact, I kind of just almost toss it on her and then drag it down her body, which yeah. I love because it creates all of this sensation. All of your skin just stands at attention. So I did that for a little while and then I started really kind of hitting her with it in her out on her ass, on her back, a little bit on the back of her thighs and she's loving it. She's moaning and she's wriggling all over the place and so that probably went on for a good 10 minutes or so. And I am getting so turned on by this. There is something so sexy about me getting to flog this hot woman. It's the idea of like, I'm kind of dominating her in that moment, even if it's temporary and I know it's going to switch up. I liked that feeling. Yeah, well, it's not the norm for you. No. Very rare. Not at all. Especially with her because she's also so sexually confident and she kind of just walks into a room and sucks up the energy. And I say that in the nicest possible way. I love that about her. Yeah. She is so confident. And so when I'm around her, I tend to be a little bit more submissive. And in this moment, I got to change things up. And I yeah. liked that it a bring, lot. She brings out different energies in people. You can see that. For sure. So... Pretty quickly, we switch spots. She starts massaging me. So I'm now laying down my asses up. She is touching me all over. And she is way better at the massage than I. I'm just going to throw that out there, too. I learned a thing or two. First of all, she was not afraid to touch all over my ass, 
all over my ass hole, yeah. all over my pussy. She's literally like rubbing my ass, but then every once in a while stopping and playing with my pussy, putting a finger or two inside at the same time that she's kind of grabbing onto my ass. I will also say this was the day after the super rough session that I talked about last week. Right. So my ass fucking hurt. Yeah, it was bruised up. And I didn't care. She was spanking me at one point right where all the bruises were. I didn't care. It hurt, and I was like, give it to me. <laughs> Keep yeah. going. You Keep were pretty, <laughs> you got worked the day before, and I was wondering how that was going to go, because, you know, obviously, while with me, Leah's very soft, but as you said, assertive, she knows what she wants. I figured there would be a little bit of switching back and forth between top and bottom with you guys. I thought, well, I wonder how the flogging and spanking is going to go, considering how fucking bruised up your ass was. <laughs> there were a couple of points when I winced, and she's like, are you okay? And I was like, yes, keep going. <laughs> I didn't care. This hot chick can spank me all she fucking wants heard so so she's spanking me and fingering me and massaging my ass massaging my legs and what i this was so sexy there was one point when she was massaging my ass cheeks but every time she would knead with her thumbs they would get closer and closer to my pussy until she's literally massaging my pussy lips with her thumbs yeah super hot made me so fucking wet (laughs) not surprised and then she asks if she can flog me. I, of course, say, please do. Yeah, it's like your favorite thing ever. Oh, I love it. And she was so good at it because similar to what I was doing with her, she started very slow and kind of sensual and really picked up speed over time rather than just smacking me as hard as she possibly could. And it got me into this very weird, awesome headspace. I talk about it all the time with impact play. I just get foggy and I kind of go off onto a different world or something. And that was definitely happening. Well, she brought a flogger with her the very first time she and I ever played together. So I knew that was her thing for sure. Uh, She enjoys it very much. Loved it. So (laughs) pretty quickly after that, we take a break. We decide we're going to kind of come down from everything, have a little bit of champagne. I get some water. And then we decide that it's time for some toys. (laughs) You had plenty of them in the room. I don't even know how many you brought. And when when I walked in, when I was helping you carry your stuff, and initially there was another four or five that she had brought. I thought this, I mean, you guys got all the toys. Like all the toys. Absolutely we did. And what I love about Leah is she's a squirter big time. Listen to the, this is the thing. There are a lot of gals that squirt. And then there are those who bring their own sheets. Because they squirt. That is Leah. She comes complete with sheets. Yeah. 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 She has like a Talk about awareness. I know. Exactly. She is prepared. She came in with this waterproof blanket and she laid it down and she had this gorgeous toy that I've seen many times before, but it's like the one toy I don't own. And it's one of those suction ones, but it only suctions when it's actually on something, when it's touching skin. Right. So I love it because it's silent until you put it right in the right spot and then it just like does its thing. And so I used that on her. She laid down and I was kind of touching her pussy very lightly. I think I put a couple of fingers inside her for just a second. And then I started using the toy on her clit. And when I say that she had the quickest, most intense orgasm you could imagine, that is an understatement. Her entire body was shaking. And I also love, she is a screamer. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You know exactly when she is coming because she makes it so clear and she makes these beautiful, loud noises. So as I'm using this on her pussy, she is coming like crazy. Her body is shaking. Her hips are coming off the bed. I'm almost kind of like pushing her back down onto the bed 
so fucking hot. It was hot to know that I was providing that pleasure. Even though it was the toy, the toy was in my hand. So making her come like that, I was impressed with myself. Well, so, I mean, obviously now you know why I enjoy playing with her so much. Because when that happens, typically when she and I are together, my face is on her pussy. So, you know instantly that she is either orgasming and or squirting. It becomes very obvious because you're covered. Oh, Yeah, you're covered in it. Yeah, you may be on a waterproof sheet, but, you know, it just doesn't matter. (laughs) I think right after that is when we started kind of licking each other, and it became so sensual. I mean, there was one point where we were on the bed together, and I believe she got on top of me. So I was laying on my back. She gets on top of me. She is putting her amazing breasts in my face. I'm licking on them. She is, like, stopping every couple of minutes to lean down and kiss me with this such intensity and heat and it was really interesting because like I said I am bisexual and I I love playing with women but it's rare for me to feel such a level of desire for a woman the way that I did during this session well for listen for me I don't know what it's like for you but for me when I'm with a partner with whom I have a relationship that intensity is always amplified and the difference like with someone like Leah she's super passionate now even very early on, like I said, when the first time I got the chance to play with her, Adam would, you know, he texted me, gave me some pointers, much like I do with everybody that you play with. And it was really very simple, soft kisses and a lot of attention, you know, like nipple attention, like just very sensual, very soft. She really enjoys that. And that's really how she and I started to connect because it became this hot, passionate, kind of sensual beginning, which obviously cultivated into super hot fucking sex but that's definitely her go-to man when she's riding me and doing that and kissing me and that kind of thing it's so fucking hot because she gets that you know she emanates that sexuality that heat i can only imagine it was so sexy so she's kissing me we're tonguing each other i'm kissing on her neck i'm kissing on her tits i'm licking her nipples i'm reaching down and playing with her pussy while she's kissing me she is soaking fucking wet i am soaking fucking wet i can feel it and then pretty quickly she gets down in between my legs and starts licking my pussy and i talk about this a lot there is an art of pussy licking and not For everyone sure. gets it and i have definitely been with women that make it kind of obvious that they're not super excited to be down there they're kind of doing it because it's like oh maybe i went down on them first so they feel right. some obligatory responsibility yeah. they're not excited to be between my legs licking my pussy that was not the case at all leah was making a love to my pussy with her mouth <laughs> yeah there's a huge difference between someone who really wants to do something and someone who's doing it because they feel like they're obligated to do it yeah you know there's listen you and i've had this conversation about a woman who was going down on me and it was like clear Clearly, she was there, almost like it was her business to be there, but didn't want to be there. Like she was doing a job like by she the was hour. Going to the dentist or yeah, something. yeah, yeah. Her feet <laughs> scraped or teeth cleaned or something. Like okay, okay, we're done here. You know, this is we're all done here. You yeah. know. So yeah, there's a huge difference. It was so fucking nice. So she is licking my clit. She sticks a couple of fingers inside of me. And I was so worked up from the kissing and the touching and all the sensuality. She probably made me come in about 30 seconds. It was crazy. I was just so in need of that orgasm. Yeah, I'm not surprised. So then, of course, we kind of swap. And what I also loved is now I'm on top of Leah, right? She's on her back. I am literally straddling her at one point and I'm reaching down and I'm touching her. But again, I'm 
I'm in control. And I loved that we could go back and forth and it felt very natural to do that. So I'm on top of her and I'm kissing her and I it's definitely becoming a little bit more of an aggressive touch, not rough by any means. But for example, like she's reaching up and grabbing onto my tit and it's much harder this time. It's yeah, more grab. deliberate kind of moves. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's just because all of this heat is going back and forth. All this energy is being built up. And so I'm kissing her and we're touching all over each other. And then once again, I go down on her and I am thrilled to be going down on Leah. Okay. Yeah. Because she has a beautiful pussy. It is. It's just, I don't even know how to describe it. It's just pretty. It is. Absolutely. I've spent a lot of time there. And she always smells so good. She's always so fresh. And so I loved it. And she's already so wet. And so I start licking her pussy and licking the clit and kind of once in a while I'll stop and lick the pussy lips a little bit which I really like doing because it feels so good for me and then I stick a couple of fingers in and this is so fucking sexy so I'm using this come hither motion with my fingers two fingers inside of her while I'm licking her clit and she starts to come and she is clenching down on my two fingers yeah I can Feel the orgasm happening around my fingers. Yeah, welcome to my world. Oh, so hot. I told you, the so clenching. Hot. You you clench harder than anyone I've ever known, for sure. <laughs> Leah's a pretty close second. Yeah. She, there's no denying when she is in full orgasm. Oh. No denying. You know it, 100%. It is so sexy. If you guys haven't had that experience of someone coming on your fingers like that, coming around your hand, it is unlike anything I've probably ever experienced before. Yeah, no, it's it's a different sensation for sure. And with her, and at least with my experience, there's been a couple of times where I'll be penetrating her or I'll be using my fingers and my mouth or whatever, and she'll reach down and hold either my cock or my hand and like just keep it right where she wants it while she's having that orgasm. Super fucking hot that she's got that kind of, you know, that level of understanding of what she needs while the, all that's going on is crazy. Yeah. Super so sexy. Hot. <laughs> so then kind of the grand finale happens, okay? So Leah gets her strap on. and Yeah, I have the video. <laughs> it's so fucking hot. So first of all, she has the best strap on of all time because it vibrates and oh, it's like know that. ergonomically curved. It's not just a cock or right. a dildo. It's kind of curved upwards. So it hits your G-spot fucking perfectly. And she turns it on and it starts vibrating. And I'm like, oh my God. Plus there was something so fucking hot about seeing this gorgeous woman with a fake cock on. It was very hot. Yeah, I, listen, I, like I told you before, I don't care if she's wearing a fucking potato sack. I, it doesn't matter. She's just so fucking sexy. She is, but it's more than that. It's like this idea of this woman putting something on for my pleasure. I don't know. I'm still trying to decide why that turned me on as much as it did, but it was fucking hot. She's standing there. She's got this red harness tied around her and it's tight and her booty's popping. And then she has this fake cock on ready to fuck me and it's just it was delightful so i get on the bed on all fours i kind of bend down and put my ass up as high as it'll go for her and she gets behind me and sinks this cock into me and starts fucking me and it was amazing because again it's vibrating and it's curved and it feels so good but i also have her touching all over my ass and she reaches up and is grabbing onto my bun a little bit i had my hair up in a bun She's kind of grabbing onto it at one point, and then she's grabbing me around the hips so that she can really thrust inside of me. I don't think she was fucking me for more than a minute, and I came. Was there ever a moment where it occurred to you, wow, this is actually a woman doing this and not a guy? Did, what was the major differences in sensations between, like, you know, Leah and 
somebody else. Well, I mean, guys don't have a vibrating cock, so that's for sure. There's that, which is why uh, I can understand why a lot of guys are like, "Fuck, what am I going to do? How do I compete with that?" Well, you don't. (laughs) Is what you do. You just don't. You do your best. It's different. Like a male cock, it's warm and it feels nice, and even if it has a condom on it, you can kind of feel the ridges. So it's it's different for sure. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, this thing's vibrating, so of course it's going to make me come extra hard well i mean in terms of her touching you and pulling your hair and slapping your ass and that kind of thing it's different it's just a more feminine energy i can't describe it as anything other than that because she's touching me in all the same places you would touch me if you were fucking me from behind that's not what it is it's just a different level of energy that's coming from behind me a different type of energy right and yeah, I mean, even when she's thrusting, it's not like, oh, she's trying to fuck me as deep and hard as possible. It's a very deliberate motion. Women understand what's going to get you there because she gets off all the time. Right? Yeah, she's got a, <laughs> absolutely. You're at an unfair advantage. She's yeah. got a pussy and she knows what feels good on said pussy. Yes, she does. And so, yeah, I mean, when she's fucking me, it is different. It's just a it's a different type of movement. It's like I said, more deliberate and thoughtful, I think, than most men would fuck me. Yeah. For sure. So I come fairly quickly. We end that part of the session and I decide that I'm going to put the strap on on. We clean it like crazy, which is pro tip, everyone. I can't stand watching when people use one toy on multiple people. Oh, it's, it's like, cr- cringeworthy. What, what are you fucking doing? Get a yeah. toy cleaner, clean that shit up or put a condom on it. You could totally do that too. Easily, yeah. But we clean the, the strap on the dildo part of it off and I put the harness on and once again, I felt like a fucking badass standing there with this fake cock. And if you'll recall, the last time that I really used a strap on... Yeah, I was thinking of that. ...was with our friends back in Montana. At, this was like, what, a year and a half ago? Oh, two every years bit ago? of two years ago. And if I remember correctly, the dildo was in the strap on upside down that was my point i had no fucking idea what i was doing i didn't know how to put it on i didn't know how to use it i had used one once with a woman before you and i met so this is now my third time using a strap on on a woman and it was a completely different thing i think part of it was she had already used it on me and i had seen how it worked but i also went into it with such confidence i was like i'm gonna use this cock and i'm gonna fuck the shit out of that hot woman (laughs) yeah yeah same thing i'm thinking So, yeah, I got to kind of tap into the male mind there for a second. For sure. So she gets on her back. So we're facing each other. I'm kind of touching on her tits a little bit before I sink this cock into her, playing with her pussy. She's still soaking wet. I put a little bit of lube on and I sink myself into her. And it was really interesting because I was trying to fuck the way I like to be fucked, which is kind of like at an angle. And pushing her hips up so that I can really get in there. Right. It wasn't really working. So instead, what we did is I kind of straddled her. I got literally on top of her to fuck her. Right. Like missionary, true missionary style, right? right? And I am bouncing my booty to get this cog in and out of her. And I'm picking up the intensity of it. And I'm continuing to reach down and grab onto her tits and play with her nipples. And she, at one point, grabs her tits while I'm fucking her. And starts pinching her own nipples. Yes, she and does. Moaning like crazy. And what was so sexy is it was a very different orgasm than one she had had earlier in the day or earlier in our, earlier in our play session. Because earlier it was a very 
just like an explosion of moaning and she came very quickly. This was much more of a buildup. She starts with, you know, playing with her nipples, pinching them, and then she starts moaning just a little bit and then it just picks up intensity and loudness and then her body starts wiggling all over the place and I'm just continuing to thrust into her. I'm picking up speed. I'm fucking her deeper. I'm grabbing onto her ass at one point so that I can make sure that I'm getting in there as deep as possible. And she comes so fucking hard she squirts all over this cock all over me all over the sheet that was down it was so fucking crazy yeah that sounds exactly like it's supposed to happen 100 percent. god yeah that's why the sheets come along with her yes yes and i loved i love that she is as animated as she is when she comes because it's exciting for me it's like i'm getting a prize you know like when you when you win play casino i don't know we don't really gamble but like you know the lights are going and the sounds are going because you won something that's what i feel like it's like when i'm fucking her that's what yeah i enjoy that i'm sure most men i'm not going to speak for all men most men enjoy that knowing that's whatever it is that you're doing is working that's a that's huge it's a huge confidence booster also when you're you know intimate with somebody either for the first time or the hundredth time you know knowing that you're pleasuring that person is a big deal and there's no mistake in it because leah doesn't hide that oh not even a little hell bit. no she is so like i said animated and you know she closes her eyes while she's coming and then when she opens them after her her orgasm ends she just has this big smile on her face and of course i must have been beaming because i'm like this is fucking hot i just made this ridiculously sexy woman come so hard that she squirted fucking everywhere yeah listen just to put this into perspective i was given the the images and the video so we could use them at some point and we were somewhere i think you and i after that that day later that day we were out someplace and i'm watching that video not realizing that there's like people walking around and you know people coming over and sitting near me <laughs> i had the volume off and i'm just you know looking at it on my phone i mean it's like 20 some odd minutes long but it was so fucking hot i watched the whole thing it took me like three sessions to watch it being you know that we were out but I'm, every time i got a chance I'm, you're like what are you doing I'm like i'm looking at this fucking video it's super hot <laughs> i don't fucking blame you it was so hot to experience it yeah so it yeah was. i mean I, I take off the cog i take off the harness we're continuing to just kind of kiss each other and come down from everything and that's when it hit me like a fucking brick wall this is the first time i have ever played completely alone with another woman without any intention of there being male play afterwards right like for example i've played with just leah when we were in siesta key like i said right but that was really kind of the opening to me playing with her husband and she playing with you and there have been a lot of situations like that in the lifestyle where i've played with another woman but once again it's kind of to get the action going or it's for the purposes of us eventually swapping or whatever and this was the first time that i just got to focus on being with a woman And it was really interesting for me because I've been talking a lot about how rare it is for me to be so interested in a woman that I want to have sex with her. Yeah, well, even when we've had, you know, threesomes with our friends back home, you know, our female friends, it's always, it was always the three of us. So the intention of either myself playing with them, you know, at some point and you, that was always on, that was always there. It was always present, you know, that opportunity. So yeah, this is the first time for you alone 100% with a woman but also this is the first time that you and I have played with the same person alone that's true I hadn't thought of that yep. male or female or otherwise the very first time so we have shared the same partner individually for the first time <laughs> that's kind of hot yeah very much so 
Yeah, I loved it. And it it really did. It opened my eyes to what it means for me to be attracted to a woman and the things that need to be present in order for me to want to be sexual with a woman. Well, but every woman that you, that I have known that you have always been like, oh, she's super hot. Or I met this woman and you know she was so attractive. They all have the same. They look the, not that they look the same, but the characteristics are the same. And if you put them all together, you get Leah. Yeah, so I'm not surprised. I love tattoos. I love brunettes. I love big booties. Yeah, she's, she's my type as well. Things. I mean, you and I share the same characteristics, you know, that we like in women, particularly men. You and I have a little bit of a different kind of vision. But for women, we like the same type of woman. Yeah, physically. It physically, absolutely. But it's beyond that for me, too. I need a sexually confident woman. I need someone who sure. is v- as interested in me as I am in them. I don't ever want to play again with a woman who is playing with me for the sake of enticing men in the room or out of responsibility, like we said. I don't want that to be the case. And I can tell Leah is equally as sexually attracted to me as I am in her. And that's huge. That's a huge part of this for me. Well, but that's that's the way it is anyway, right? It doesn't matter who the person is or what gender. If you're not uber attracted to me as I am to you, this isn't going to work or vice versa. You know, which is, again, why we we just talked about it. I mean, we play with, like, maybe 1% of the people that we come in contact with. Maybe 1%. Yeah, That's we don't say that to be douchey. We just no. say it because, for us, it's truly about connection. Yeah. I would so much rather not have the sex, forego the sex, than have mediocre sex. Well, yeah. And we know, for us, it's going to be mediocre unless there's a connection. And with Leah, there is a true connection. Not only do I think she's delightful as a person, but I want to fuck her. She's so fucking hot to me. Yeah, but for and for me, the key is, well, it doesn't matter who it is, if I need to want to hang out with you in a vanilla setting just as much as I want to have sex with you. Right. Those two things have to be congruent. And I have to just enjoy your company. That translates into really hot sex it just does for me it just does i know a lot of people doesn't fucking matter you know it's an indiscriminate thing you're at a party you're in a resort you're wherever it just is what it is i'm attracted to you you're attracted to me surface level let's just go have sex cool i just can't do that yeah not not at this stage in my life it just doesn't do anything for me well and i certainly can't do it with women i have to feel some level of connection and and honestly it has to be a high level of connection at this point and especially after an experience like that uh, exactly now that i know how good it can be this is my barometer leah and this session are my barometer for my level of attraction to women going forward and what needs to be in place in order for me to want to lick a pussy and put a strap on and fuck a lady well at least individually or just on your own you know when there's a if there's a group there's two you know if the four of us are together or three of us or whatever you and i rarely if ever play as a couple anymore but if that kind of situation arises we have been in those situations where the woman was definitely into it and then where she absolutely wasn't. And they're very different experiences. Yes. You know, it, it changes the, the whole mood of the room. At least it does for me. Because I can tell that either you or she or someone else in the room isn't into it, then I instantly check out. Yeah. Right? Immediately. When it was you and me and Clint and Persephone, that was fucking hot. Yes. Everybody was on the same fucking page. <laughs> Everybody was on the same page. And... All of us had been together at some point. 
right? Either together as a group or individually. And that just made for just a hotter fucking time. And it was just easy. It was comfortable and easy. But if ever there be, it becomes weird, that's when, you know, I'm just, I check out, which is why the couple thing doesn't really work for us very well. Yeah. Well, this was not weird in any way, shape or form. I fucking loved every second of it. I am thankful for Leah's friendship and the ability that we have to go into situations like this, both feel comfortable enough to have this amazing afternoon with each other. And and I just loved it. I loved everything about yeah. it. I appreciate her so much. And I will say this. If you guys are not on our OnlyFans yet, you're going to want to fucking get on there because multiple parts of this scene are on our OnlyFans. Yeah. And I'm saving all of them on my phone as well. <laughs> so OnlyFans.com slash Front Porch Swingers. And check her out on there as well. She's tagged in all of my videos. So she yeah. has her own OnlyFans and it's ridiculously hot. And, of course, we are going to be sharing some behind-the-scenes info from this session on our Patreon bonus episode this week, because that's what we do. Yeah. I think we're going to delve a little bit deeper into my interest in women and some of that explanation and and. We're just going to talk more about that on the bonus episode this week. So we would love for you to jump on our Patreon so that you can hear that. And that's just one bonus that we provide. We also put our Sex on Your Terms episodes exclusively on Patreon as a thank you for sponsoring the show. So if you're a fan of that, know that they are—they haven't gone away. They're just now on Patreon right. and they're exclusively available to our Patreon community. We have some new Patreon members that we would like to say a huge thank you to this week and they are Ned, Zulu, and Mark. Thank you guys for jumping on board with us. If you want all of the bonus content that we offer, head on over to patreon.com slash frontporchswingers today. Of course, we'd also love for you to follow us on social media. We're on Twitter at FP Swingers and Instagram at FPS Pod Media. Check out our YouTube channel, also called Front Porch Swingers. If you guys haven't left us a review yet, especially if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, we hope that you'll consider doing that. Leave us a couple of uh, sentences about why you enjoy the show. It means a lot to us when you do so. And what else do we have? everything we have so much going on stay tuned we're gonna have so much cool shit going on once we have finally landed in vegas permanently uh lots of changes coming up for us all kinds of cool events and just exciting stuff to talk about and i just can't wait and i still have several more experiences to divulge to you guys because yeah as mentioned i've been really naughty and there are some there are some doozies that have happened in this past week and you guys are of course going to hear about them so stay tuned for that as well yeah, I'm looking forward to all of it, and especially the last session you just had, which <laughs> is crazy hot to me. So I can't wait to hear all the details. Same. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks, everybody.